What is up, my amazing friend? Welcome to another episode of Simply Complicated. This episode is still a little vulnerable for me. However, it's only because it's not something that I have spoken about a lot because it is quite personal and I do think it's quite or one of the least interesting things about me, but it's also an important, important topic when it comes to dealing with the stigma around medication that may support you in your mental health journey. I want to talk about it because I don't think it's anything to be ashamed of and I really want to support people who feel that that is the next step in supporting themselves. Okay, friends, so before we go from soup to nuts on this whole um, beautiful topic, I want to preface this whole episode by saying I am not a medical professional. I cannot diagnose you, nor would I want to or even try to see if um, medication would be something that is a good idea for you. That is something that only you can talk about with a trusted your trusted healthcare provider. And if that is something that you're thinking about, absolutely chat to a professional about that who is qualified in that area. It is just not my, um, I don't have that qualification. I am a mindset and motivation coach and also um, studying a Bachelor of Counseling. So that is where it's coming from. Most of this is coming through my personal experience and my lived experience plus what I have learned along the way through different courses, reading materials and um, being just a general human. (laughs) So medication, there is so much stigma around medication in general, right? There's so much stigma, uh, especially around Western medication to support mental health and I don't know why I mean I've got ideas of why this is and I definitely believe that there was very good reason for it probably early on when antidepressants um, first came on the market 20 50 years ago I don't think that they would have been um, well they were not as developed and proven and trusted as what they are now Um, there, a lot of people were put on them unnecessarily, um, and misdiagnosed. And I know that medication of all sorts has, uh, there's a really high rate out there where doctors overprescribe, or I'm sure there are a lot of doctors out there who have used medication, um, and prescribed such things as a band-aid fix to make it go away. Um, But I am not speaking on those situations today. I want to talk about the very real and powerful transformation and um, tool that medication can be a part of when used correctly and used in a conscious, gentle and well-managed approach by a trusted medical professional within a healing and trusted wellness team. 
Okay, so we're all here and we're all listening to this podcast because we're all about supporting ourselves in the best ways possible. We are open to supporting ourselves in all the ways. We want to grow, we want to learn, and we're always looking for, you know, the crumbs, the curiosity. We're looking at different ways to expand our mind and we prioritize our health. We're also not scared to shy away from the big topics here. So three cheers for us, for sure. So when it comes to overall wellness and mental health and mental wellness, there's never just one thing that anyone can do that makes everything okay. We need to assemble And this means you, me, anyone listening, we need to assemble a huge toolkit um, of things that support us and that make us feel good. Because you would have heard that saying, you get the inside right and the outside falls into place. That's not actually true. It needs to be a beautiful marriage of getting both the inside and the outside working together which means you have to have the right lifestyle factors going on as well as the right inner work happening and that beautiful connection and marriage of um, different items and everything together is what works together to give us a really well-rounded wellness approach. So obviously if a couple of those things are out, everything's going to be affected. Like if you don't prioritize your sleep, then you're going to wake up feeling shitty and tired in the morning and then you're probably more likely to reach for the sweets and you're probably more likely to up your caffeine intake. And if you up your caffeine intake, then you're likely to feel more anxious. If you feel more anxious, then you're like, you know, you get my drift, it spirals. So the reason that I really want to encourage everyone always and the baseline of all um, the clients that I work with. And if you follow my Instagram, you would know I'm always banging on about the foundations of um, wellness being the main thing. So we all need to be looking at if you're looking to improve your life and you're looking to improve your health at the bare bones and the skeleton of the way that you put your life together. Prioritizing your sleep, which we just mentioned, should be right up there on your list of um, taking care of yourself. A nutrient-rich diet that is laden and filled with things that are of benefit to your body, right? Because I can't tolerate some foods that other people can tolerate really well. So it's about learning what is best for your body, right? And your composition and what makes you feel good. And guess how you learn like what's best for your body? Like you start paying attention. You are your best guru. If you eat something and it doesn't feel good, maybe write it down somewhere. Pay attention. Look at how you feel after other meals and that sort of thing and see what makes you feel great. See what helps you feel super energetic throughout your day. That's how we learn what feels best for us. And that's where eating intuitively sort of comes into it. But that's also a whole other potty. Um, Some other things that are really beneficial in terms of your wellness toolbox, movement, 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 movement. If not every day, uh, every second day, at least the more you move, the better you will feel, but moving in a way that feels true and fun and light for you. But movement is medicine for your mind. So I don't know if you've been playing along at home, but I've recently found mountain biking, which is hysterical by so many, so many reasons. But I love that. That has given me so much 
energy and craziness and bruises over the past eight weeks. But I do a mixture of walking Pilates and mountain biking now. But that's because I really enjoy all of those things. At different phases, I've enjoyed the gym. I've enjoyed running. I've enjoyed weights. I've until I didn't. And so then it's about changing it up and finding what works for you. So please look at including movement every day. There's EFT, there's yoga, there's tapping, there's breath work, there's meditation, all amazing ways and resources and tools that should be in our toolkit and of benefit to us. There's journaling, there's morning pages, there's um, what else? Oh my gosh, there's so many different avenues and ways to support your mental health and all of them should be attempted and tried and you know you should always I believe look at trusting your body and doing things the most holistic and organic way because our bodies are wise hey our bodies are so beautifully smart and put together and we need connection and we need to feel connected to our body and to our community so always attempt that first Our body knows the score, right? It holds the truth. But I also believe and I know that our body has an innate ability ability to heal itself. But sometimes we can also benefit from outside support. I believe both things. I believe in our body. I'll say it again. I believe in our body's natural and innate ability to heal itself as well as the capacity to be able to accept help from an outside source, right? Think of antibiotics, think of um, penicillin, all of these things. It's okay to say, I need a little extra help and however that looks for you, right? So when it comes to the path of, you know, when you're talking about mental wellness and you get to that point in your journey where you have no other options it feels like you have hit rock bottom and that is a really defeated feeling place to be it's so lonely you can't imagine ever feeling and I'm using inverted commas normal again you feel so broken you are so confused you are often so lost you have lost all sense of like ability to rationalize often and this is what I'm just talking about in the mental health journey everyone has a different rock bottom experience but I know that that was definitely mine when I finally put my hand up to saying to my doctor after her virtually she suggested it for probably 18 months to maybe two years hey beforehand would I be interested in going down the medication path She was never pushy because I was so sure that I didn't need it. Yet I was constantly turning up with health anxiety and health anxiety related symptoms and questions and fears. And I was living in a prison of my own making um, with different rituals and um, rules and hand washing and um, checking lights and checking irons and checking Oh my God, so much checking. I had so many things that I had to do before I leave the house that I like, or before I could go to bed, I had to check that my wallet was there. I had to check that the taps were off. I had to 
wash my hands seven times at different times when I was particularly overwhelmed and anxious. It was a lot, right? And it was, it was scary to not recognize myself. And it must have been awful for my family to witness that because I couldn't actually see it as much um, when I was in that really deep, uh, that particular trough of anxiety. And I honestly just thought that this is, like I knew that it wasn't normal behavior, but I also didn't know a way out until I just couldn't anymore. I was so paralyzed by anxiety and fear and like obsessive compulsive traits like these little rituals that I created that I broke down one day and I was like I can't live like this anymore I can't do it and it was a very dark sobering day and I called my mom and my mom came and got me and we went up to the doctor and I was like I need help I can't live like this And I think everyone just breathed a huge sigh of relief. And I was so defeated by it. Um, And we made the decision and we talked about my options and we went on a teeny tiny little dose. Now I won't talk about what brand it is because that's not important. Um, And she explained to me that the first three weeks were going to potentially be worse while my brain works out and levels out and deals with um, the the new system, like the new chemicals that are coming in, the new balance and everything like that. And she was right. Um, It got, it felt worse. It felt just like my anxiety was heightened until it didn't. And honestly, I can't even tell you the difference that it has made to my life in terms of, I still get anxious. I still um, have all of my feelings. I still have to work through everything like everyone else. However, I can now rationalize what is real and what is not. I have that ability now. I can differentiate between what my anxiety is and what is a, a, a wound and a fear and that sort of thing. I am no longer, I don't need to like, do all of these um, incessant hand washing. The OCD traits have subsided. I do still have that urge when I'm sleep deprived because hello, mum of two. Or if I have too many drinks and um, that messes with my system a bit more, then absolutely I will be right back there. Um, So it does not fix the issue. It's like the way that I describe it, (laughs) To people, it's like bumper bowling. I feel like that's what the medication has done for me. It's not going to stop my life from hitting the rails, um, but it does provide a buffer for me when dealing with um, the mental trauma of whatever it is that I'm experiencing and my own personal issues and the hurts and issues that life has thrown at me. They are all still very much there and I all... I still have to work through them, right? I can, you know, still feel everything (laughs) the same way. It's just that I'm given that buffer. And I think that that's really important to understand that medication is not the tool to fix everything. It's a support for you 
to add to your toolkit if this is something that you need or you feel that you need or that you feel is your next step it is a piece of the puzzle that needs to all go together to go and create your beautiful life's picture it is not the puzzle it is a piece of the puzzle and that is an important step now some of the stigma and some of the reasons I fought going on medication for so long was obviously because you hear all of these horror stories. I didn't want to be numb. I didn't want to feel like I had failed. Like who, what mindset coach needs medication? Does that mean that I don't know how to support the mind? Does that mean that I don't know how to coach people? Does that mean that I failed? All that stuff came up. Who am I if I need to um, take medication? What if it loses? What if I lose who I am on this? Well, I can tell you for dang sure, I had already lost who I was to like whatever it was that I was moving through, severe anxiety at that time. That was preventing me from being who I am. So everything that I had to do to call myself out of that, that gave me back who I am. And medication just happened to be a little piece of that puzzle and a step on that ladder. Now, what about the mindset? Stuff, the imposter syndrome like what is this going to say about me if I take, have to take medication does that mean that I'm now a fraud and I don't know what I'm talking about um, no I am a flipping good mindset coach and life coach or count and I'm soon to be counselor because I've been through it because I can understand because I am living it and that is why I can empathize and share from experience and I can put myself in my client's shoes. I am not sitting here pretending that, oh, that must be really hard. Like I know that's really hard and I know what you're going through. So that, first of all, makes me a badass coach. And also, like, let's look at the realm of people who require their own trade services. Doctors get sick, right? Dietitians still get sick as well. And naturopaths still get sick. Everyone requires support. Dentists get toothaches. Hairdressers need haircuts. Nail artists still need to get their nails done. Just because I'm in this industry, it doesn't make me immune, right? Just because I know and I understand and I'm passionate about this area doesn't mean that I'm guaranteed a uh, clear bill of mental wellness for the rest of my life. That's not why I got interested in this area. I became interested in the mind and the way that we think and the way that our thoughts empower us and the way that our thoughts support us in creating the world that we want because my mental health took a dip, because I was navigating such trauma, because I was living with anxiety and I was paralyzed with fear. And it's really, you know what, this podcast is super cathartic for me as well because I forget, like, I don't go back to that place very often. I have moved so far past it that I often, it doesn't serve me to go back there very much because it was such a dark, scary place, especially the first sort of two years of Oki's life, even like up to his third year maybe it was so hectic 
Um, so I don't have a lot of the memory around that because it was such survival mode. But my most anxious times were absolutely from Archer's birth to when he was probably three. They were the really, really hard times. And then um, from when Oki, from when Oki was born to when he was three, we were just like balls to the wall, just getting through it, getting through um, life as a little family unit of the three of us, the boys and I. So um, yeah, that's weird to not have all of these memories. Um, but that's what we do when it comes to um, survival, right? Like we do what we need to do to get through. And I'm so grateful that we did. And the boys are happy and thriving and loud and noisy and rough and everything that they should be. Um, I'm glad we made it through. It spins me out, hey? Spins me out. But we are very, very lucky in that aspect. Now, a couple of questions that I have seen clients come to me with and that have come through when I've spoken about this on Instagram or social media before is, will I still feel like me? Will um, this dull my personality was one of the questions that I just got. Every medication is obviously going to be different and I can't speak on how that all is, but medication gave me back me because I was so lost in ritualistic behavior. I was so lost in fear. I was so lost in my nervous system was all over the shop and I could no longer bring myself back. So um, medication assisted in me finding me again within that so that then it gave me the ability to be able to utilize the rest of my amazing tools. Um, is it short term or long term is something um, that I know, like, what if I have to be on it forever is a question I am, mate, someone will have to pry my anti-anxiety medication or my anxiety meds out of my cold, dead hands. Like they have helped me so much. I don't even give a flying fuck if it's placebo or whatever, whatever it is has supported me. And I am, have no desire to give that up anytime soon. So they're with me for the long haul. Um, I think with anything, if you chop and change and come on and off and on and off, it's going to make it a lot harder um, for you to find your balance with that. And I don't think that these, um, when it comes to mental health and medication like that, it's not a good idea to chop and change. Like if you're looking at it, you should be giving it a real red hot go. Like this is not a quick fix. This is a long-term solution. And it, maybe it's just something that you need to um, support you while you're getting the rest of your other tools in order. Or maybe it's something that supports you for the long haul, because I know that that is absolutely where I'm at, but it's such an individual process and no one knows what makes you feel more like you than you. So if you are struggling with the stigma around medication, I want you to have a really big think about that and lean into that because it may not mean what you think it means. It definitely doesn't mean that you've failed. It definitely doesn't mean that you're broken or damaged or um, anything less than. 
it's really fucking brave to put your hand up and say, I need some help with this. It's really empowering and it takes a true strength of character to say I can't do this on my own and that I need help and that there's got to be another way. I choose to see all the tools as just that, they're tools. So have a look at the the power that you're giving anything in this life and the story that you're attaching to anything and see if that's actually true or if that is just something that you've been holding on to or that society has told you or some weird ad from the 90s is telling you and lean into that and see if you need to create or if there's room to create a brand new truth for you. So this is not by any means an episode of the potty where I'm pushing medication onto anyone. Obviously, if you can avoid it, fantastic. And I believe truly that most people can. I truly do believe that you can um, have rocking mental wellness without medication. Um, But I also believe that there is a really powerful place for it. I have seen it with my own eyes and I have lived it. And I would hate to think that someone is struggling silently or even, you know, loudly and avoiding something that could potentially support them in the next step of their healing purely because of the stigma that's surrounding it. So that is what this conversation was about. If you have any questions or you would like to do some coaching with me and work with me one-on-one, by all means, reach out to me. But if you have any questions around medication and whether that's the right path for you, please talk to your personal, very well-trusted healthcare provider and assemble your own wellness team so that you can get the right advice with the right support by the right people so that you know your next right step. Thanks for tuning in, guys. And if you think someone else could benefit from this information, you have my loving permission to pass this episode on. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys, and I will see you again very soon.